Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 11. If you need to, you can follow along on the screen. And the word of God reads. He says, for this commandment which I command you today is not too difficult for you. Nor is it out of reach. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will go up to heaven for us to get it for us and make us hear it that we may observe it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say who will cross the sea for us and get it for us and make us hear it that we may observe it. But the word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may observe it. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity and death and adversity. And that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you are entering to possess it. But if your heart turns away and you will not obey, but are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You will not prolong your days in the land where you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess it. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying His voice, and by holding fast to Him. For this is your life and the length of your days, that you may live in the land which the Lord sworn to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Amen. Let's pray this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this opportunity to just hear your word and seek your face, God. I, and we thank you, Lord God, for everything that you're doing in each and every one of our lives today, God. Father, speak to our hearts this morning as we just open up our ears and open up our minds and open up our hearts, God, to hear what the Spirit is saying, to hear what you're saying, Father, today, God. Lord, I thank you for your word that is a light to my feet and a lamp to my path, God. And I thank you, Lord God, that you're faithful, God, to guide us and to lead us and direct us in every aspect of our lives. Father, you are worthy, my King. Forgive us for all of our sins. Wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your Son's precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would give the Lord a hand praise this morning, amen. Praise God. Well, I've been speaking to you this recently in the past Sundays, and I was uh, on a series talking about divine detours. And I'm going to kind of tie this in with divine detours today, amen, as he puts that 
up on the screen. Praise the Lord. And this is actually part three, but part three is called Living My Best Life. And I know some of you are familiar with the worldly song, amen, by a rapper called Living Your Best Life, amen. And some of you may not, and thank you, Jesus, that you're not, praise God. And I was going to play the song for you, but I figured some of you, amen, would probably wouldn't be able to handle that this morning. But I want to talk to you this morning about living your best life. And I want to share with you, starting in Deuteronomy, as we look at Moses, amen, and what Moses was beginning to share to the children of Israel and what he was beginning to speak. And just in case, just to kind of give you a little background of where we're at in this whole process, amen, this is towards the end of their 40-year journey in the desert as they were leaving Egypt amen as they were amen being set free from the captive and bondage of Pharaoh amen and the Egyptians and they took a 40-year detour amen into the wilderness as God is beginning to take them into his plan for their lives which is the plan of the promised land amen that he has And here we are, amen, towards the end of this 40-year journey. And here we have, amen, Moses, who was their shepherd and who was their pastor, amen, that was beginning to share this message to them. He was preaching, amen, his sermon, amen, to the children of Israel, to the people of God. And he was, this is a message that he was preaching Amen. Right before it would be coming to the end of his life. Amen. And when the children of Israel would be carried, amen, into the promised land. Amen. As they would cross, amen, the Jordan. And Joshua, his successor, would be taking over from here. This is also, amen, towards the end, amen, of what is known as the Torah or the first five books of the Bible. You have Genesis, you have Exodus, you have Leviticus, you have Numbers, and you have Deuteronomy. And this is towards the end, amen, where Moses, amen, had provided the Torah, amen, or the Pentateuch, amen, which was the word of God that the people of God had at this time. And so as we look here, amen, I want to kind of highlight this because I want you to see this, amen, as Moses is coming towards the end of his life. And this is the message, amen, that he preaches to the people of God as they're preparing to enter, amen, into the promised land and the blessing of God for their lives. You know, it kind of reminds me, amen, because I... Recently, there was a time when I felt like I didn't know what was happening in my life physically, amen. And I didn't know if, be honest with you, I didn't really know if I was going to live from that day forward. And I began to share a message to my wife. And I began to share with my wife, amen. I guess you could say a small sermon. And kind of sharing with her things that 
I felt was important in things, amen, that were needed for them to be able to carry on and to be able to go forward, amen, and to be able to be successful and to live their best life. And so I want you to look at that here because that's kind of where Moses is at right here is he's sharing this message, this sermon to the children of Israel. He's at the end of his life. Amen. He's not going to enter into the promised land. Amen. Joshua is going to be taking the people into the promised land. But this is the message. Amen. That Moses has to share with the people. Can I get an amen? amen. So I want us to take a look at this today. Amen. And what Moses begins to do is he begins to share with the people and let them know you have some choices that you need to make. And one thing that we come to realize, amen, is that life is about making choices. Amen. We make choices every day. And some of those choices really don't matter a whole lot. Amen. Let's just say what we eat or what we wear or what car shall we buy or what team shall we support. Amen. It really doesn't matter. Amen. What type of vehicle I drive, whether it's a Ford or a Chevrolet or a Toyota or a Honda or any of that stuff. Amen. But other choices in our life are very significant and they have a long term effect on our lives. Are y'all with me today? And I want us to kind of look at that, amen. You know, when a student chooses, amen, to use their mind to study or what career they will do or who they will marry or where they will live, amen. These choices are significant in your life. But there's also a choice that we have to make, and that is a choice, amen, of the matter of right and wrong. Are y'all with me today? You know, if we choose, amen, to get together with somebody and we have sex before marriage and we end up having a baby, how many of y'all know that choice is going to affect us, amen, for a good portion of our life? Can I get an amen? amen? So there's these choices that we make that will affect the rest of our lives. There's choices that we make as well that will affect, amen, eternity are y'all with me today it's the choice of what we will do with jesus christ it's the choice that will affect how we live our lives amen in the now and where we will spend eternity in the future and so i want us to take a look at this today in these scriptures and i want us to hear what moses is saying to the people as we go here in verse 11 he says, for this commandment which I command you today is not too difficult for you. Somebody say, it's not too difficult. In other words, what he's about to share with the people, he's saying, this, this isn't too difficult for you in your life. How many of y'all know God doesn't do things to make things difficult? In fact, if anything, God makes things easier. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Are y'all with me today? But here we are, amen. 
he goes on to say, nor is it out of reach. It is not in heaven that you should say who will go up to heaven for us to get it for us and to make us hear it, nor that we uh, observe it. So I'm going to kind of look at this today. Amen. Because here we are. We come to Deuteronomy chapter 30. And Moses wants Israel to know that their decision to cross the Jordan River and to obey God is crucial. Here we are at this point. They had buried the majority of their previous generation because they had failed to do what they should have done. And they know it was too late for those who had died in the wilderness. Amen. But Moses is speaking to them because he doesn't want them to make the same mistakes that their parents made. Can I get an amen? So here we are. God says, and Moses says, what I'm about to share with you is not too difficult. It's not too difficult for you in your life. I want you all to grab a hold of that today. And he goes on in verse 13, nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will cross the sea for us to get it for us and to make us hear it, that we may observe it. He says, but the word is very near to you in your mouth and in your heart that you may observe it. Now let's look at verse 15. He says, see, I have set before you today life and prosperity and death and adversity. See, right here, he begins to lay it out. First, he says, this isn't too difficult. He says, but I want you to be able to live your best life. See, the world has an idea of what living your best life looks like. It says, you better go, go and have fun while you can. You better live this life, amen, in a way, amen, that is, and I was, that's why I wanted to play the song, because the song basically begins to distribute and show you what the world says and is imparting into the people these days. Are y'all with me today? Now, I wasn't familiar with that song prior to, amen, trying to do a little research, amen, but when I found out that Snoop Dogg was in it, then I knew Amen. He's still in the business of poisoning society. Now, my kids went on to tell me that he got saved. Amen. But I'll believe it when I see it. Then his career's over because he don't have nothing to sing about anymore. Are y'all with me today? But I hope he did get saved. Somebody say God is good. So he lays it out for them and he says, amen, this isn't too hard for you. He said, but I've set before you today life and prosperity and death and adversity. And then at command, I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that you may live and multiply and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you're entering in 
to possess. See, he shares three different things right here that are crucial for us, amen, in order to be able to live our best life. He says, you got a choice to make, and each and every one of us have a choice. And how many of y'all know he wasn't talking right here to the unbeliever? He was talking to people, amen, that were the children of God, and they believed in God. He had been preaching to these people for the last 40 plus years. They had the whole, they had the first five books of the, of the Bible. He, they had the Torah that was set before him and laid out before him. He wasn't preaching to the unbeliever right here. He wasn't preaching to the unsaved. He was preaching to the believer. And he says, you have a choice to make. See, even after salvation, amen, we have some choices that we have to make in our life. It's one thing, amen, to believe in Jesus. It's a one thing to ask him into your life and into your heart. But it's another thing, amen, to choose, amen, to live your life for him. Can I get an amen? We have choices to make in our life. And one is going to bring life and prosperity. And the other one is going to bring, amen, death and adversity. That's what he's laying out here. And he says, you've got to choose it today. You've got to choose it not only today, but every day for your life. Did you know that there's people that choose to accept Jesus? Amen. But then they continue going on living their life. Amen. In a way, amen, that is not producing the fruit that God has intended for their life. When we decide to wake up, amen, and to seek the face of God, we're choosing that day, amen, in order to have life and prosperity in our life. And not only are we talking about physical prosperity, but we're talking about spiritual prosperity. In other words, for us to live our best life, amen, it's going to be, amen, in order to love God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his laws. And he said, this isn't too hard for you. So I'm here to tell you today, contrary to what the world says, amen, if you're loving God, Amen. If you're walking in his ways and you're led by his spirit, amen, and you're obeying, amen, the word of God, you're living your best life. The devil tells you something different. The devil tells you you need to go and have fun. You need to go and get yours. You, you need to do what you got to do while you're young. That's what it's, that's what it's communicating, Amen. To the people and to the children. That's what's being imparted and downloaded. Amen. Through this secular music. Can I get an amen? amen. But Moses has something contrary to say. This is prior to them walking into their destiny. This is them walking, amen, into the promised land, a land that flows with milk and honey. This is them walking into their blessing, amen. And he says, hey, amen, my last message to you, if you want to get everything God's got for you, if you want to be blessed in every way that God has called, you need to love God, amen. You need to begin to walk in his ways and you need to begin to obey the word of the Lord. He said, this is God's going to produce life in you this is what's going to produce prosperity in you but you've got a choice to make 
Somebody say, I got a choice to make. And it's a choice that I not only have to make today, I have to make it tomorrow. I have to make it the next day. I have to make it every day that I wake up. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is good. You know, I want us to look at it. If we really, if we were right here and I said, hey, straight up. Today, do you want to choose? I'll talk to you, so I'm not talking to a chair. <laughs> Today, do you want to choose to live or do you want to choose to die? Okay. Now, unless somebody in here is suicidal, they're going to choose to live. Amen? Now, there's a real devil... And suicide is a real thing. We see it even more frequently today, amen, than ever. But if we look at it in perspective today, do you choose to continue to live or do you can choose to die? Most of us are going to say, I choose to live. It's a no-brainer. Are y'all with me today? But this is the same choice that each and every one of us makes when we choose, amen, to live our lives walking with God, loving God, serving God, denying ourselves, denying our, our old nature. Because one brings life and one brings death. One brings prosperity, amen, and one brings destruction or adversity. And what he's beginning to warn the children of Israel about is, hey, don't get all up in the promised land and forget who your God is. Don't get all up in the blessing in the land that flows with milk and honey and start letting other gods begin to come into your life. This is the message that Moses had for them. This is, amen, one of his last sermons that he gave to the children of Israel. You know, it's sad to say, amen. Most people choose life, but some people choose death. But it's about a choice. Even accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior is a choice. He gives us free will. Am I correct? He gives us a choice. He desires that no man perish, but all shall be saved. But guess what? He gives us free will, and he gives us a choice. But this choice goes past salvation. This choice continues on in your life. Even as believers, hello somebody. If you choose... To wake up, to, to spend time in your prayer closet, to meditate on the things of God. How many of y'all know you're choosing life for that day? In spite of what may occur. Amen. You still have life. 
You still have spiritual prosperity. You can still have joy and peace. You still have the fruits of the Spirit. Why? Because you chose life that day. But some people choose death. Somebody say, not me. So my question to you today is what will you choose? Let's look right here at verse 17. He says, but if your heart turns away and you will not obey, but are drawn away. Do you know we can be drawn away by things? There's a tug each and every day on every person for the things of the world. For the desires of the flesh. To fulfill and satisfy the sinful nature. There's a, there's a tug on us each and every day. And we have to make that choice. He says, but are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. Look at the next verse. I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You will not prolong your days in the land where you are crossing the Jordan to enter and to possess it. Next verse. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death. Here it is. I'm setting it before you. The blessing and the curse. Now Jesus, amen, broke the curse on the cross of Calvary, but you and I can begin to choose to still go and walk back into that curse. The Bible says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, but guess what, amen, you've got to be in Christ Jesus, amen, in order to not receive that condemnation. Can I get an amen? And there's some curses in our life, amen, that can be broken off. Hello, somebody. And now some blessings put in place. Some of us were living up underneath the curse of what was passed down previously from in our life. You know, I had alcoholism in my family. I had all these other issues in my family. Amen. But I chose life and I chose blessing and I chose to break that curse Amen. Up off my life and the generations to come. Can I get an amen? He says, so choose life in order that you may live. That you can live, not just exist. That you can live. He says, I came to give life and life abundantly. You, look at this, and your descendants. Now I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. Amen. I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. He says, you and your descendants. Praise the Lord. So Moses says, now choose life. Now, here they are. I want you to look at this because the children of Israel, 
they had seen a generation die off in that wilderness. They had seen a generation that didn't walk and receive the blessing, amen, and didn't enter into the promised land. Are y'all with me today? And Moses is trying to remind them for a second. He says, look, you don't want to be like, amen, those that were before you. He says, but you, let me make sure I say this right, amen. He says, now you are choosing life, you are choosing blessing, you are choosing prosperity. He says, not only for you, that you may live. But also for your descendants and for your children and for your children's children and for your children's children's children. He says when you choose life, when you choose to love God, when you choose to walk in his ways, when you choose to obey, when you choose, amen, to, to do these things, amen, not only are you going to be blessed, amen, but your children are going to be blessed, and your children's children are going to be blessed, and your children's children's children are going to be blessed, because the curse has been broken up off of you, amen, the curse has been broken, it's because of you making a stand, amen. You making a stand. You making a stand. And you may not be able to see it right now, but it's still coming. It's still coming. If I looked at everything with my kids, I'd be like, man, I don't know if that's true. But it's coming, I promise you. See, so it's not only even just about you anymore. It's not only about you prospering. It's not only about you being blessed. But it's about the ones that are coming after you. It's about your children. And your children, your grandchildren. Are y'all following me today? And that's what Moses was telling them. That's what he was saying right here. He was saying that the generation, amen, that he was writing to right here in Deuteronomy, they were reaping the consequences and the choices made by their parents. They had spent 40 years in the wilderness with them. And a plea for their children certainly must have struck home with them. Are y'all with me today? This is a generation that had experienced the heartache of their parents' failure. Now, I love my parents. They tried what they considered to do best. 
Are y'all with me today? But the Bible says, bring your child up in the ways of the Lord and they won't depart when they get older. Are y'all with me today? Now, it's only by the grace of God and by a divine detour of God that I chose to receive in my life that it broke that curse up off my life. Can I get an amen? Amen. So some of us, we don't want to make the same mistakes as the previous generation. Are y'all with me today? We don't want to make that same mistake. And that's what he's laying right there before him. Amen. So in other words, he was saying, hey, look, man, you need to really evaluate this decision and this choice you're going to make. Amen. Because it's going to affect the third and fourth generation. And he was saying, here's this choice. You choose life or you choose death. See, I want us to look at that for a minute. Put Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9. Because we have to look at it in a perspective. It's not only about us. It's not about us. You know, we weren't, I wasn't brought up in church. My dad, I know my dad loved the Lord. Amen. He ended up giving his life to full-time ministry. Worked in the prisons. He's still alive. And I believe when he began to give his life to Jesus in that capacity, it began to release favor upon me. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9. You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of their, the fathers on the children. Okay, let's look at that for a second. The iniquity of the fathers, okay, is the father's iniquity on the children. And on the third... And the fourth generation of those who hate me. This is what Moses was sharing in chapter 5. He says the iniquity of the father. Amen. It's falling on the children. And the children's children. For those who hate me. God says you're either for me or you're against me. Now, I don't want you to get completely discouraged right there because some of you might be dealing with some of that right now in your life. Amen. Maybe you didn't make some of the right, the best choices and maybe as a result, it's affected uh, your children. Amen. But I'm here to tell you today, amen, 
by you making the right choice today. By you making the right choice today. By you choosing life today. You're not only choosing it for yourself, but you're choosing it for your children too. When God saved Noah, he saved Noah and his whole family. When God calls a man, he calls a man and his whole family. When God calls a woman, he calls a woman and their whole family. I want us to look at that. You know, it's kind of interesting because that same message that Moses was sharing, amen, is the same similar message that that Joshua began to run with, amen, in his life. Joshua began to run with that same message, amen, and I'm going to try to look at my notes and find it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Joshua said this in Joshua 24 and 14. Now, let me go to the next verse right there. I apologize. Go to the next verse, verse 10. But showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. Amen. Now, let me, let me jump over into Joshua, Moses' successor. This is the one that carried the children into the promised land, the children of Israel. Amen. Verse 20, chapter 24, verse 14. If you can put that up there. Thank you, Lord. Now, therefore, this is Joshua. Fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt. And serve the Lord. Next verse. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourself today whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served, which are beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. See, we're living in a land, amen. The Bible says, amen, there's a God of this world and his name is Satan. The Bible says we're in the world, but we're not of the world. He says that you don't want to serve the gods of the Amorites, who is the land that you're living in. You don't serve the gods of who's in this world. Amen. And he goes on to say, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Next verse. The people answered and said, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is good. Worship team, will you go ahead and make your way here? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at verse 20 of chapter 
30. See, I'm trying to help you live your best life. How many of you want to live your best life? Amen. See, the devil's going to try to tell you something different. The devil's going to tell you, hey, just go get you, you know, a piece of that action. <laughs> now, I wasn't talking about that. That's where y'all's minds are at. <laughs> We're in church. The action of the world, the action of the flesh. But I'm here to tell you, if you want to choose, if you want to live your best life, you need to choose life today. You need to choose prosperity. And that comes through loving God, serving God, obeying God. He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Thank you, Father. Come on, stand to your feet. But living for God, saints, living for God is a choice. It's a choice that each and every one of us have to choose. For the guys and the gals in the ministry and the homes, you're going to have to make a choice. Amen. They've given you the tools. We've given you the tools. We've given you the truth. We've given you the instructions, the map. But you have to choose what you're going to do. It's past salvation. You have to choose. Are you going to choose life and prosperity? Are you going to choose death and adversity? And when you make that choice, there's a good chance you're making that choice for your children too. So you need to choose right. You need to think about it. I know that sin looks appealing. The desires of the flesh are appealing. Just because you're saved, that old nature doesn't go away. You have to crucify him. You have to die to that old man. He needs to be buried. And now the new nature, the nature of God. It's not I that live, but it's Christ that lives in me. My hope of glory. You need to make a choice today. Like Pastor Moses was saying, choose. You choose today. You choose today. And you need to make it up in your mind and in your heart. 
You know, in secular recovery, they have something. You can't have any reservations. They say you, you need to get rid of reservations. If you have reservations, amen, for going back and fulfilling the desires of the flesh, amen, you need to get rid of those reservations. You need to get rid of those reservations, amen, that you're going to go play around with the world again. You got to get rid of those reservations. You got to make a choice today. Are you choosing life? Are you choosing prosperity? Or are you choosing death? And you choosing adversity? So today you choose. And once you choose, you don't turn back. Hell or high water. No matter what happens, no matter what comes about, you don't, you don't go back. There's no going back. I don't know about you, but there's no going back. No. There's no going back. There's too much at stake. There's too much at stake. Because not only is it going to affect me in this life, but it's going to affect me in eternal life. It's real hard to live like hell your whole life, but go to heaven. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to take a chance. Are y'all with me today? So choose today. Make that choice. choose today I'm going to tell you if you don't make up your mind your unmade mind will unmake you You know, it's hard to affect change unless people feel compelled to need to change. But remember what the Bible says. Remember what Moses said. He said, this is not too difficult for you. This is not too difficult for you. It may seem hard to do right in a fallen world. It may seem hard to do right with all this temptation. It may seem hard amen to choose life when all these things are around you but he's here to tell you it's not too difficult it's not too difficult he said my grace is sufficient for you I'm going to give you the ability to overcome that temptation to deny that flesh When you're tempted, I'll give you a way out. Always. But you've got to choose. You've got to make that choice. I made that choice, amen, over 12 years ago. I made that choice, amen, that I wasn't going to live my life like that. That I wasn't going to put that trash in my body. That I wasn't going to do that to my wife anymore. That I wasn't going to subject my kids to that anymore. I made that choice. Amen. 
The Bible says, amen, submit to God and resist the devil and he'll flee. And I make that choice every time I submit to God and I resist Satan and I resist the flesh. You've got to make that choice. You've got to make it. And yeah, you can't do it within your own power, your own strength. But you can do it with the power of God. It's not too difficult. It's not too difficult. It's not too difficult. Come on, let's worship the king this morning. It's not too difficult. <laughs>